welcome to Bit Party Goes to the Movies, a Bit Party short where we watch contemporary movies that are in theaters now. I'm your co-host, Jared Cotta. And I'm your co-host, Brendan Cotta. And today we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Ileana Vera. How are you today? I'm great. Okay, now Ileana is a very special guest to me because we recently started dating each other. And I always said on Bit Party that one day <laughs> this podcast would lead me to a great girl. <laughs> And it was always a joke. Oh, you look so embarrassed now. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. What is it about podcasters that is so attractive to you? Oh, gosh. And all women. We have a lot of women on this show, so... On behalf of all women everywhere, what makes podcasting so attractive? I'm sorry. I have no idea how to even respond to that. <laughs> That's perfectly normal. I have no idea how to even answer that question right now. Okay, let me let's let's ask this okay. question. Okay. What is your podcasting experience to date? In terms of like dating or I was <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking more like have you ever been on a podcast before? <laughs> okay. No, 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 this is my first one. This okay, is my first very one. exciting. Yeah, so. That's very exciting. very exciting. You're a big fan of film and cinema. Can you tell Brendan and I a little bit more about you, what got you into film in the first place? Okay. Um, so my dad was really big into movies, and okay. he loves superhero movies. I mean, that's really like where it started. He kind of just introduced me to it. We used to go to the movies all the time, and that's where it all started. What was the first movie he took you to? Um, the first one that I can remember in a movie theater was probably Pirates of the Caribbean. Wow. Yeah, that was, I saw one in the movie theater. I was so scared. I thought it was a scary movie. Um, (laughs) In the horror genre. Is it not? (laughs) It's a terrifying movie. A little creepy sometimes. So that was, that was the first movie that I remember. Interesting. What would you say to your dad now if he knew that you were on a famous movie podcast? Oh my gosh. Give a message to him. Oh my gosh. Dad... (laughs) I, I couldn't have made it here without him, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like his his teaching and, like, telling me, like, what movies are good and bad, that's what got me here Yeah, right now. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Do you remember the first movie you watched with Dad? Like, do you have any Dad movie memories? My fir- One of my first Dad movie memories was Poltergeist. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought that that was a, that was a great film uh, that we watched together. Like, one of those nights where he invited us to try and stay up all night and we'd watch horror movies oh yeah so he, yeah we used to do that and so poltergeist and children of the corn i remember very fondly so a lot of horror movies yeah brennan what about you your movies with your dads and our dad <laughs> are so different are way better than mine <laughs> i mean better movies my earliest memory of watching a movie with dad is in probably elementary school going to the movie theater to watch the DreamWorks smash hit Chicken Run. <laughs> God, classic. And I don't know why. I just remember sitting in the theater watching Chicken Run and drinking an Icy. <laughs> that's a fun memory. Yeah, like that. that's, that's fun. nice. Those are awesome movies, but we're here to talk about one movie in particular. Ileana, would you like to tell the audience what movie we watched last night? So we watched Spider-Man Far From Home. You're a very difficult person to contact, Spider-Man. Spider-Man Far From Home. This is the second Spider-Man of the movies that are just for him. Yes. And I think that it is technically the first one that is in the MCU without any other 
heroes. Yeah, I feel like this was a big leap for the the MCU. Something like Endgame is done. They don't really know how the public's going to respond, and there's a lot of pressure on this movie. They're kind of in uh, unexplored territory. I think that that's true. It, it felt like there was a lot of pressure on this movie because people, including us, are holding superhero movies to this extreme standard, standard. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know, Ileana, how do you feel? For us, we look at every movie and are like, why aren't you Endgame? (laughs) (laughs) What do you feel about that? I mean, Endgame was a great movie, you know? It it broke a lot of records, but, you know, at some point you kind of have to realize that there's not going to be another Endgame right now, or at least so soon, so you kind of have to try to be a little bit, um, what's the word, unbiased? That's or, fair. You know, yeah. Just, just, very, you can't assume just to kind of give movie. an opportunity to, to these new new ones that are coming out. Okay. That is totally fair. Yeah. Well, even in the shadow of Endgame, I thought that this was a really great movie. They brought back the characters that we really love. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland, in my opinion, is the best Spider-Man that we've ever seen. And he, he was really maintaining that stature mm-hmm. throughout this film. Well, let's go into our ratings and then we can talk a little bit about what we liked and maybe disliked. I guess I'll go first. Okay. We'll leave the guest for last. Great. Yeah, great, because great. it's always the most valued opinion, yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. I gave this movie an 8 uh, because I think that it is a really great, entertaining action superhero movie. It has pretty much all you could want from a Spider-Man film. It mm-hmm. has a lot of his powers. He's, uh, he's kind of that awkward Peter Parker. He's, kind of, he's also that strong and confident uh, Spider-Man. Yes. That dichotomy is really, really nice as he swings back and forth from from being an awkward 16-year-old to somebody who has, in the past, already saved the world. Yeah. Someone who who, uh, Tony Stark knew that he could be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he proves that. And Brennan, what what was your rating then? I actually did the same rating. Mm. I said an 8. I think that in the beginning, I was a little bit hard on it. Like, I kind of rolled my eyes at some of the jokes, but then I remembered that I had the same exact uh, response to the second Guardians of the Galaxy film. Okay. And I had to kind of remember that, especially with movies like this, that are sequels to Marvel movies that are supposed to be kind of more funny and lighthearted, I had to remember halfway through that this is not this groundbreaking cinematic experience, it's just a fun Spider-Man movie. Mm -hmm. And once I realized that, I I had a much better time with it, and I thought it was a fantastic, solid movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go with it with an 8. That's really good. Okay, Ileana, give us the real rating. The real rating. I rated it a 7.8. Okay, very precise. Um, nice. <laughs> so um, it's similar to like what you guys were saying. It's, I thought it was great. It was fun. It was fast-paced. I thought it was a great like summer film mm. um, right around the time um, you know, Endgame kind of came out, and now we have this one. So it was kind of lighthearted, not so serious, mm. not a lot of people dying I don't know part of me kind of wish there were a little bit more cameos in terms of because there's so many different like there's so many Avengers now I just felt like that's an excellent it would have been nice they could have given maybe Paul Rudd a call <laughs> something you know and, yeah. yeah exactly yeah. like just something just a quick little cameo I would have appreciated that but other than that I thought it was great I just I didn't want to give it such a high rating because it's kind of it's the second movie of Spider-Man yeah so it felt it felt just right yeah not that's... out of this world but just what about it didn't reach, say, like an 8 or a 9? You know, it's actually something you had mentioned it to me earlier. The whole theme around the movie was being, like, far away from home. And I think you said something to the effect that it, the storyline in terms of, like, traveling to all these different places was kind of a little weak. 
Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that they were going to play on that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I felt that way because it seemed like some of the storyline was secondary to getting them to these unique destinations. That's an excellent yeah. point. Uh, when I don't think that anything in the in the film itself required them to be in Prague, right. besides the fact that like that's where the attack was going to play. That's place. a very good point. I, I didn't even think about that, but mm-hmm. I completely agree. It didn't. It was fun to watch, oh, and yeah. it made sense within the story, but it didn't necessarily add anything to the story. Right. right. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a really good point. The pacing around that was actually something that at first bothered me, but mm-hmm. that, I, that I sort of got over. That's Especially good. when he wakes up in, in the Netherlands with all the rowdy Oh my fans. god. Which was, one, that was like my favorite part. That was, <laughs> that was part. the funniest. This kid from Queens in like this <laughs> Netherlands village. <laughs> Everyone is so nice here. I think there's also an underlying thing of like, everyone's just kind of holding their breath waiting to see what the MCU will do next. Right. So this had to appease people until their next big move. So I'm curious to see what, what that's going to be, too, especially with the like new Fox properties. So the consensus seems to be that this is a great movie, highly recommend, summer hit, but that's not the only reason that we're here. Eliana, you're familiar with, the, with Bit Party. You're familiar with our secret ingredient. Right. What is the Bit Part? Who is the Bit Part that stole your heart? Do you want to go first, or do you want to I save the best for last? I want to go last. Okay, we're right. going to save you for last. Best for I last. I want to go last. Okay. My character is a character that was originally seen in the first Iron Man. Yep. And he yep. comes back here, and I won't say too much, William Riva, mm-hmm. someone that has worked for Stark Industries before, but he is played by none other than Peter Billingsley a.k.a. Ralphie from A Christmas Story. One of our all-time favorite people. Absolutely. And, it's worth mentioning, one of the people that we pointed out in our Bit Party episode on Iron Man. Absolutely, yes. Yes, we've talked about him before. My movie pitch for him would be, what has happened since Iron Man 1 to this film? You know, I feel like he didn't get blipped out Uh during the snap. And he went on living his life sort of developing his personality and his character outside of Stark Industries. And then everybody came back, and he whatever he had built himself up to was now diminished again. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So his, his, uh, his rise to fame and then sudden fall, which drives him to be, I'm not going to spoil anything, but not the most nice character in this <laughs> film. I think that's a great idea, and I think it would be an excellent movie to also cast Zach Ward, who mm-hmm. played Scott Farkas, oh. to kind of be like an antagonistic character yeah, that's good. in the movie. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Wolverine's in it because it's Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention that. You're, just throw in one Marvel character. Thank you. Yeah. That's all that's I important. need. That's important. <laughs> that's important. Bren, what is your bit part? My bit part is uh, Mr. Dell. Okay. He is a teacher at Peter Parker's school, mm-hmm. and one of the main characteristics that they decide to back heavy on this movie is that he is a follower and believer in witchcraft. Awesome. <laughs> so he attributes, uh, I want to say like the blip and everything that happens that's kind of uh, magical in this movie to witches. <laughs> and he's like researching them and on like a background check that they do in a scene he has like a history of witchcraft yes when they um kind of when he ha- was wearing the glasses right oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Is like history of witchcraft like, still yeah history yes. of witchcraft 
That is really That's cool. It's like, I want to see his background in the occult arts. <laughs> I like that. And what's the Marvel character you toss in there? I think Doctor Strange would be the best one because he's still around after Endgame. Makes sense. And he's obviously an occultist himself. They're both practicing magicians. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like a great movie. That could be the plot of Doctor Strange too. <laughs> Where he fights Mr. Dell. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. Okay, Ileana, it's your turn. Okay. Who's the bit part that stole your heart? Okay. I really liked Janice. She was the one who was kind of steaming Mysterio's cape. She was just really focused on the costume and like mm. making sure that things were right. And I thought that played a really important piece. So okay. yeah. she really stood out to me. So what's, <laughs> what's your movie pitch for Janice? So all of the different things that she needs to do for like Marvel's superhero costumes or villains. And Whoa. she would kind of be part of getting them ready to go and like steam ironing them or something. I have to think of like... Uh. I see, you know I, I see her very much as an Edna Mode character. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where she like she helps maintain yes. the She works for Edna Mode, Disney. Very easy to get those two together. Yeah, that's true. And she maintains all of these All of these costumes. costumes. You yeah. could even argue that she could have a role in the new Loki series that's coming out. Wow. Where she... Yeah. I mean, I, that's good. That takes place in the past, but she could right. have a part where she's polishing his helmet yeah. and everything. And the horns. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Make sure they're really shiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, so I, I feel like that would be good. And then you get a bunch of like Marvel cameos because like mm-hmm. she's running into all of them all the time. Of course. Like, oh my god, how did this get burnt? Or something like that. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> how did this happen? <laughs> so you mean that you think that she would be surprised that things had happened to the suits? Maybe that's her introduction to it. Is that it's like this looks like it was shot with a laser beam, and how did you get hit with lightning? How am I gonna get this out? And then she realizes, like, <laughs> how am I gonna get this blood out of here? Were you um, bashed with a shield? <laughs> I just like the fact that she is always surprised by how much damage the superheroes have taken. Amazing. Those are excellent bit part movies, and I'm pretty sure that they are on their way into the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, if not in development already, so sorry, we didn't know. No copyright infringement. (laughs) One thing I want to say that I don't think is a spoiler is there is a post credit scene. Actually. There's two post-credit scenes. Oh, okay, thank you. That's true. There are two post-credit scenes. One in particular that I want to talk about is going to actually prove that the new Spider-Man video game is canon to the movies, to the yeah. MCU. Yeah. And that is because it is, there's a cameo by J. Jonah Jameson, who runs the Daily Bugle. Oh, interesting. And in the video games, the Daily Bugle has gone digital, uh-huh. and it's all online, and he's sort of this shock jock conspiracy theorist yeah oh yeah and yeah. and then he appears in Times square on the tv screen and he is in that scenario he's oh really on the, yeah he's on the dailybugle.net he does the same thing he's like spouting kind of like propaganda against yeah. spider-man wow yeah and he is played by by uh jk rowley <laughs> <laughs> by jk rowley he's played by jk simmons the best person to ever play J. Jonah Jameson. Absolutely, and he was in the original Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, so yeah. it's cool to see him return to that role yeah. and, uh, and also demonstrate that the video games and the, the movie happen to be the same exact storyline. So all the times that you teabagged pedestrians in the video game, that's canon. That's canon, <laughs> That <baby>. happened. <laughs> yep. Every time you punch out a pedestrian, 
That happened. Sorry. <laughs> but what one thing that I kind of like about that is, I mentioned it to you, Brendan. Mm-hmm. It's it felt like he didn't have enough scenes in New York, like reestablishing his role as Spider Man in Queens. Oh yeah. But then yeah. when you look back and you say, oh, all of these adventures that you had in the video game, that is oh, what he was doing. That's a really before good he point. went on vacation. Yeah. Wow. So it's kind of interesting. I don't yeah, know something to no, think absolutely. about. Absolutely. That was him like becoming the friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate that they took that piece from like. The first series, well, the series that I'm familiar with was the Tobey Maguire Maguire. one. So it was nice. It kind of took something from that storyline, which is the propaganda with um, the Daily Bugle and how Mm -hmm. he wants to turn everyone against Spider-Man. So that was good. And God willing, they'll hire Willem Dafoe again. (laughs) Oh, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) The best Green Goblin. (laughs) The most unsettling Green Goblin. (laughs) Please. Please, Please, Disney. (laughs) You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. How was your first bit party? Oh my gosh. You're a natural. You're real natural. (laughs) Nerve-wracking. I'm trying to sound all cool and collected, but it's not Doing a great job. (laughs) I can modify your voice a little to sound more confident. No, you did an awesome job. Thank you. Congratulations. Very happy to be here. Yeah, you joined the wall of fame that we have in our apartment of all of our guests. <laughs> we should do that. We should do that. We should do that. All right, I think I'll sign us off now. Thank you for listening. Go check out Spider-Man Far From Home in theaters now. Yeah.